Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez, and with me always... It's your boy, Cash, a.k.a. Exec P. Bonus episode, we back, baby. What's going on, y'all? Yeah, bonus episode, Cash. Uh, first, before we get too far into it, for the new people who don't haven't heard of us yet, even though we got over 170 something episodes, or uh, even more with the bonus episodes. But you may this may be their first time getting put on. Can you please tell them who we are and what we do? Cash, easy money, man. This don't sleep on the couch podcast. Podcast about music, sports, entertainment, culture. Each and every week, that's what we deliver. Barbershop banter at its finest. Sports. Like I said, we get into the nuances of it, not particularly the X and O's, the shit that you want to hear in the barbershop. Emotionally based opinions, <laughs> literally in a little bit of fat, you know, a little bit of fat. You know what I mean? So that's kind of the conversations we have about music as well. I mean, it's all a feeling, right? You know what I mean? You, you can't argue with the feeling. And we just try to do our best to describe our feeling about music. This is things that we talk about each and every week before a podcast, 20 years plus strong as far as friendship. So if there's something that y'all rock with, man, tap in with us, man. And make sure y'all like, share, and subscribe. At this moment in the video, I need you to like, share, and subscribe because you got to keep the algorithms algorithming. You know what I mean? You got you to share stuff that you think is dope. So without further ado, man, Prez, why are we here today? Man, uh, so as you know, we got the only the classic series. Uh, so that's a series where we go back and we revisit old albums. Some are, you know, Harold already. Some are less Harold, but it's albums that we think, uh, you know, made a significant impact and are worth talking about or going back to or bringing your attention to. That could be uh, for old listeners. Hey, make let's let's go back and revisit this for new uh, for other listeners who probably didn't know about it. Is put it out there, you know, so they can go out there and notice search it and look at it and uh with this one we've been doing albums all albums and we started off doing like 2000 up uh we may have went back and did like another one uh outside of that range here and there but this is gonna be something new this week we're doing a mixtape because if y'all don't know like the mixtape game kind of changed up at a point in that 2000. It used to be a bunch of freestyles, recycling beats. So where the artists didn't have to come up with their, with the tempo or the songs, the hooks and stuff like it, they tweak it a little bit, but they're still attack it from that same tempo. And then you had a kind of like a shift where you start seeing like artists start to use original songs and stuff like this. And this is where we even got to the point now where most artists release EPs and something like that. It's not, it's not using another, the artist's uh, uh, production and then just, you know, uh, rhyming over it in that same style. They going to show that they can craft a song and everything together as well. And this is, uh, so what we're going to talk about is going to be Fabulous, The Soul Tape 2. All right, man, let's get into it. I'm old enough to know better, young enough to not give a fuck. Rather hold my head high and die than live in dub. Remember, I was down to die just to live it up. But life's a bitch, and that judge is quick to give her up. They say life is short. Said when looking through them bars, gotta keep your head up. I be looking to the stars. I've been through a lot, wasn't looking for no cause Didn't kill me though, now I'm here looking at the scars Sometimes you get caught by people looking from afar That's how it is when you out here taking cookies from the jar That's what my son said, they came and took him in his drawers He support the family, they took his mama favorite bra The feds snatched my favorite ball These the rainy days they say you should be saving for 
But when sun shines, no one carries umbrellas And if they did, we would look at them as dumb fellas I'm trying to become something, they probably become jealous Have a lot to say about it, but afraid to come tell us so that 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 right there was the transformation. Just letting y'all know it's the soul tape too, uh, man. Just this, this mixtape thing, prayers, man. Um, you know, I I really think that uh this this mixtape came at a time right where we were thinking like, hey, we've heard a lot of the freestyles. Um, we haven't heard not that you haven't heard Fab in a while, but you heard Fab do what Fab does as far as give you the hits. We know he could do that. You know, say what you want, and we'll kind of get into that. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but he had the hits. But we were looking for something like this for a long time from Fab, just based on what he gave us off the mixtapes. So here we are with Soul Tape 2, man. I mean, it's a three-part series, you know what I mean? So, But we chose number two, man. What, what made you want to choose Soul Tape 2 out of all of the Soul Tapes we could have chosen from? Because uh, I felt like the first one was kind of testing the waters a little bit, you know, in the series to see if people going to kind of like it. Uh, it was going it, it, still in a similar lane, but but not so much, uh, you know, like his albums, his studio albums, you know, they had hits and everything. But I mean, it was kind of starting to fall very formulaic as most uh, studio albums kind of do. This one let him, you know, find his little lane and stay in it for for a short amount of time. Give everybody exactly what it like. Very concise and where you could love like every part of the series. So the first one was testing out, which I think got good reception. That's the reason he came back along with the second one. And the, the, the second one is just like realizing, you know, this can work. This is me like, oh, I'm, I'm going to really like, you know, try to take this, elevate this up. You know what I mean? So that's kind of where I was going. And this was where he said, like, I think perfect track transformation coming on to it. Um it's 12 tracks on this one. Uh, he uh, That first line up in there, if you've been following the series, uh, he started off with Tupac, you know, uh, speaking a little bit on the first Soul Tape. But the first line up in there is the same first line that he used on the Soul Tape 1. But this was with Biggie speaking at first before he went into that first line. It's like, I'm old enough to know better, young enough not to give a fuck. Rather hold my head high than die and live and duck. Right? Uh, both of... Uh, Tupac was spitting a little bit of knowledge and then here come Biggie, you know, spitting a little bit of knowledge too. talking about like, you know, two people can tell you the same thing, but it's still basically uh, uh, and you can rock with both. And you, you got to kind of kind of choose, you know, we get in that whole thing of who's the goat, who's the greatest or whatever, you know, but <laughs> they both, you know, speaking truth and on the track. And I think the same type of message. And I felt like that that kind of went right into it. I don't know if you had caught that. Not really. Um, I didn't catch that outside of uh, just the significance of it. But what I did catch is just like this. Like you said, it was testing the waters on part one. Part two felt like an album in mixtape form. You know what I mean? There was there's hooks in there. There's bars in there. But I just feel like um, he brought it together holistically in part two. And that's kind of what I was uh, that catapulted it to the to the front for me, man. Like, I think we instantly agreed to soul tape too. It wasn't like really a debate. You know what I mean? I just think because this could have been an album had, had they really put their heads together and just said, look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to pay for these samples and we're going to make a bunch of records and whatever, 13, 12, make it, make it. And, uh, and again, you said in a short amount of time, it's like 30 minute, 30 minute albums. That's kind of what we, we grown to love. And it's 12 songs, right? If I'm not mistaken on this joint. So um, yeah, man, this is uh, just a great tape overall, man. And uh, I, I can't wait to get into it, man. 
Yeah, so like on this one, I told you how he opened up, but uh, I I felt like early on in this tape, which we're, we're at right now, it was him, you know, highlighting his skills. You know what I mean? Fab continued like just coming out there, just killing it. So, and then he's he slowly like leans into like you know going more of the soulful type, even more soulful type beats and R&B songs later on in the track and everything. But on this one, I mean, he had the line, uh, "Black hoodie, I pulled a Quattro Cinco out it, put that." Could have left a long time ago. Fuck it where I'ma go. A brother back in the house. Couldn't let Obama go. Do it cause you love a nigga. Advice for my mama go. Those who just follow green, they the first kind of go. Being broke ain't a joke. I'm too comical. Seven digits, nigga. Two commas, ho. Make your first million and don't make it your last. Don't come if you ain't ready. Don't try to make it too fast. You can't learn shit if you never make it to class. You can't just recycle what should be placed. We used to get on Fab. Fab used to use a lot of like relevant stuff to that times that a lot like that that plays in his song. So sometimes like when you go back to his older music and sound data, because he used a lot of like specific references. Yeah, current event bars. Current event bars. Current event bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But on this one, like he didn't do that. Even after that line, he was talking about, you know, take the Franklin Grant Jackson and Lincoln out of it. You know what I mean? So he was kind of using still like doing a couple of name drops and stuff like this. But, you know. Something that sticks that that has more staying power to it, you know, money ain't gonna change, right? Sure, sure. And like tra- yeah. transformation as a lead off uh, track to it is a lot of these producers. Uh, some of them, you know, you guys that are like super duper into production or whatever may know, um, but a lot of them I remember being at the time like I ain't know a whole lot of their um, background or whatever. So transformation came on and I was like, oh shit! Like this sounds like an intro to a movie, you know, type of deal. You know what I mean? And it's fitting the soul tape vibe with the the spotlight the apollo you know you seen the cover and things of that nature so i mean he came on there spit spitting typical fabulous bars you know what i mean and kind of to to end that off you know what i mean he kind of was like just you know and we now we chill loaded up still but i wish a nigga would but no a nigga will but for real how good is you feel but soon as a nigga good is as is as soon as a nigga will and we don't owe these niggas nothing i put that on my nigga will you know what I mean? So it's like little intricate lines like that that Fab would kind of throw out there to where it's not like overly metaphorical or anything like that. But he's just like saying just some dope shit. And then he kind of leaves the record. And then now we on to, you know, track number two. The next one. For the Love. Track number two. For the Love. And this one produced by like a the Street Runners beat in the background. For the Love. Um, he, you know, <laughs> immediately grabs your attention when he does the lines. Being broke ain't a joke. I'm, not, I'm too comical. Seven digits, uh, nigga, two commas. So, like, so. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. So, like, immediately, like, that immediately, like, grabbed my attention because. Uh, he always had those little punchline, little bars and stuff that's that's gonna kind of grab you in a little bit. And him sprinkling those out early on through the tracks, man, was a uh, was a good. Yeah, and then like the whole, you know, um, the whole like bad, you know, like he was doing that. I like him misbehaving, like all of them, like them lines. And then like that's kind of when he started mm-hmm. with the little thing with the nice, you know, like nice. Yeah, he was just yeah, you know yeah, he yeah. was doing that type of yeah. thing in there. And you know what I mean? And, um, you know, it started out, he said, it started out wanting more money and the stick crash, pull that hammer like a camera. You know, you don't want to see, uh, want to face the flash because you'll lose one of your sons and there's no replacing Nash. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like shit like that. 
Yeah, shit like that. Yeah, that, uh, one of your sons, no replacing that. At the time to where yeah, you yeah. like, that's, cla- that's classic fad bars, you know what I mean? In terms of just like, just being witty with it, you know what I mean? So he had that all lit throughout For the Love. For the Love is arguably... Yeah, so yeah, I mean it's it's a lot it's a lot of it's a lot of quotables up in here, and and again like not overly complicated, fun. Fab got that. Um, you remember when he first came out? A lot of people compared him to Maze, and just with the flow, the voice, the sound, or whatever, just with that real good pace. You know what I mean? And I, that's kind of how For the Love was uh, for me. So and yeah, I like this one a lot. Like probably one of my favorite records off of this entire project, like hands down. As I go back to it, I probably always play this one if I'm just doing a quick, you know, fab rundown. This one to get the the run if I had to choose, you know, be a, between a quick one. So, I mean, anything else on For the Love? Uh, no, no, no. Like, like I said, that's when that nice start coming in, like heavy, and you start nice. doing that. And I mean, I still <laughs> yeah, say it that way. Just that's that's immediately what popped in my head, like when I said there. Uh, but uh, okay. next song up, we had B-I-T-E, yeah, bitch, I'm trying to eat. Uh, <laughs> this was like a rappers always try to throw out a new saying or something up there, and then you know this is part of the moment, let thing. And I know, like this was him trying to catch a saying on going on there. He's trying to get a little thing. So Biggie over the on the chorus, and then you know what you trying to say, bitch, bitch, I'm trying to eat. So just constantly yeah, going to get the um, money again, you know? like with the Biggie reference to kind of start off the album or mixtape, so to speak, and kind of coming back. With um, you know, Biggie in this song, as far as just like a little light little uh, touches on there, I thought it was fire, man. And um, you know, kind of talking about park place and all these different li- type of little small little lines where you know, kind of where where Biggie grew up around and stuff like that. So I thought it was a uh, fire, you know what I'm saying. And then like the T bone line and the extra cheese with the T bone, like he was he was. Want my eggs scramble hard with extra cheese and a T-bone Got a recipe in these streets, home. Take some hustle, add some muscle Make a meal called success Now I ain't say you gon' duck stress I ain't say it don't come with pain Couple losers gon' come with game They ain't eating, got stomach pains They calling you, but your number change Old friendships get estranged Couple words might get exchanged New niggas since diapers Oh well, that shit has changed My teacher came to me Asked the same of me What I'm trying to be and I said B, I T E, uh, every single day, each and every night, bite, that's my word, I'm screaming bite, I'm screaming bite, every single day, each and every night, bite, that's my word, I'm screaming bite, now what that mean, I say bitch I'm trying to eat, bitch I'm trying to eat. Uh, the bar I like the best on here was like uh, new niggas since uh, diapers. Well, <laughs> yeah, I guess I like shit the, changed. Um, this is like when he started talking about to take some uh, hustle and some muscle, make a meal, call it success. Now I know. Now I ain't say you gonna duck stress. I ain't say it don't come with pain. Couple losers gonna come with game. You know what I mean? They ain't eating, got stomach pains. They calling you, but your number changed. You know what I mean? Like, and then he went on that whole little run of bars. So it's like little stuff like that to where um, when cats is talking real shit, it don't have, like I said, it don't have to be overly intricate. It just has to be relatable and things that everybody goes through. 
Mm-hmm. Delivery yeah. got to be that cash. We've been talking about it. Delivery, delivery. So uh, things that we kind of hit on on these uh, only the classic series, man, is uh, the intro, which I think he nailed transformation. Uh, and then, uh, you know, everything's got to be delivered to a point where, hey, so far we into it uh, going on the third song. No skips out of it. Uh, get to the next one. This is like when he tried to like this is like where now you're getting a slow switch, uh, getting a little bit more. So I got the we get high. Uh, up in here, just a smooth sample him flowing over this one. Uh, another one that's like you know, man, I like how he uh, how he how he flowed into this one. You know, just you know, gave you up front for the people who's there who who you know attached to old Fab and hey Fab come with the the witty bars and everything. And now he's slowly transitioning into like a different area and, and bring you along the journey for it. Yeah, so and, and we, we get, get high for me. So. Prez was just like one of them ones where I'm like, all right, he gave me three straight joints that I liked a lot. I could use a change of pace. It don't have to be my favorite song. You know what I mean? It just levels everything out because I don't know how many people really rock with We Get High. I don't hear a lot of people talk about that song in particular, but I don't hear a lot of people badmouth it either. So if it fits, yeah, if it fits in the tempo of a project, keep keep it in there because you got to have, sometimes you got to have that that change of pace song similar to like a six man off the bench on your roster where that guy comes in, spells you for a little bit. You know what I mean? He ain't going to do the work of a starter but he going to come in there and change the pace up, get you right where you need to be. And then you get right back to, you know, the next song. Diamonds. Yeah. And then and that's when like uh, it ended giving you a little taste of what was uh, next to come. Cause he ended like mentioning Rihanna. If I got paid to hear chicks lie, would have made more cheese than craft make. And these niggas be acting up. Riri must be serious. Wonder what the shit hidden for. Real niggas is curious. These niggas stuck on my old joint. Already know how to high feel. Let a chick know she is not low. Even though she in high heels. 600 for the gas. That ain't nothing but a high bill. Bitch, don't be a high kill. You know over here. We get high. And then now goes into the next song, Diamonds. Like he, like in his bars, he was mentioning Rihanna. And then like he didn't, he didn't stay long after that. You know, go straight into the next one, Diamonds. You know, hitting off one of Rihanna's top songs on there and having that going in the background. And they say, uh, you know, and just continue to slow down the flow a little bit, bring you into a little zone. Now you in the, the type of music that you can play with your girl in the car and everything. Ain't nobody going to be upset. And that's what Fabulous does like an excellent so, job of. Yeah. Regardless of whether it's mixtape or album, he's going to give you a well-balanced effort. You know what I mean? And it an appeal to everybody. And and that's essentially what he did with Diamonds. Like this, these, we get high Diamonds. This is the, uh, all right, man, I ain't going to bar your head off. I'm going to give you some witty, slick bars, but I'm also going to give you some good music because I understand why this is a mixtape and I'm giving the people what they want. I still got to cater to the fan base that may find it that don't necessarily come to me for just the bars. They come to me for the hits. So I think you find a happy medium there. You know what I mean? Turn my dark secrets into bright ideas. I used to cry for help. I learned to wipe my tears. I was scared to embrace, but now I fight my fears. These hoes say I'm too much. It's only right I share. 
Pressure makes diamonds, I was made to shine When life gave me lemons, I made lemonade with mine What's beef? Beef is when you make mistakes Like less burgers with your buddies and more steaks with snakes My story just gets better Yep, yep. Uh, so number six was uh, guess who's the Zach, and this one, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this one now, now we're doing to like you know going to the old songs again. This is like the old school mixtape style. Like I'm bar this song for Jay, but you gotta, you, I mean, this was Jay Scarface and uh, 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 Beans tass, on it, man. so you gotta come with it if you're gonna add to this. If you're gonna have this out there, and I think Fab actually, you know, you know, held his own. And then who he had this first feature at this point with uh, Broadway. I don't know who this guy was, you know, but I mean, he floated on the song, so uh, didn't seem out of place everything and he came with it too so uh another nice track you know he he at the end of his verse fab verse i remember he used a little bit of like uh, you know the j lines and stuff like that but added his little flavor to it so but he ain't trying to totally shift he's getting you a little taste and letting you know this is how the new EPs and stuff going to work. But at the same time, hey, if you was here for one of those old style mixtapes, right. then and I'd then still like One of the lines too, where you, you said know? it kind of likened to Jay was like, face it, y'all. Y'all bitches playing basic ball, but then you block, <laughs> you block it like you're eight feet tall, homie. You know what I mean? Like just little stuff like that. Hoodie up, rest your soul, Trayvon. I'm on that cool shit. I guess who's bizarre. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like stuff like that to where, you know, Damn, you know, Trey, I just, yeah, bro. That was 2012, bro. That seems so bad. Damn, that was long ago with Trayvon. Yes, man. So, you know, just that line kind of brought me back, kind of like into what you were saying about the current event bars and and things like that, to where it was like, damn, some of the stuff I used to give him shit for. And is he, him, game, and a few others do it to where they do the current event bars to, you know, give you the shock and all. But like then listening back to it, it is kind of like a, you know, catching up on time or just where you was in time based on what was um being, you know, spat. So I think that was a dope song. I like that um it wasn't he didn't approach it from uh trying to bar it up. It was just more so he kind of stayed in pocket like Jay and Scarface did on the song. So I appreciated it for that aspect, you know what I mean? And I like the small, subtle changes they did into the production. Out like thanks do I lost all respect yeah. for niggas that's bitches so don't call a text yeah. them bitches get checked like they all correct but they be wrong that's why they call your ex you know talk is cheap so I called the wreck and you niggas broke y'all call collect I'm watching my close friends like stranger for bread you said you never change now don't change what, what you, you said, said. Face it, y'all. All your bitches basic ball. But then you blocking like you eight feet tall, homie. I'm in the truck with the soul tape on. Hoodie up, rest your soul, Trayvon. I'm that cool. I said, guess who's the Zach, nigga? So that was his first feature, but that was by far from his last. You start getting uh, more features sprinkled out there. So he gave you him at the beginning of the tape, and now he's going to start having a couple features on here. And to the point where this one, next one up, uh, Louis Vuitton with J. Cole. J. Cole started off with two verses. And, uh, you know, just talking about the the song is about, uh, you want to play a little bit of it? Let her walk in, people from afar. Gotta let her know, can't keep her in the dark. Cause she'll run a tab up if you let her. And I thought I knew better. Till she say, let me start with a double shot. Hey, bartender, let me get up. Louie, Louie, all she ever talk about is Louie, Louie, all she ever hey, talk about is Louie Vuitton. That Louie the 13th is like 150 a shot. Hey, y'all. Uh, 
Now that's Louis Vuitton. That is Louis Vuitton. These boys, the double time flow press. What what more did you need off this track, man? Like it, good hook. Uh, nah, this was this was perfect, man. And like I said, the subject matter, you know, just the girls who will try to get you still in the life. You know what I mean? If you out there spending, there's someone that's gonna gonna find you and make sure you spend. You got to be careful what you say. And I think, like, even to the point where uh, in Fab final verse where he's sitting there, he's like, "Hey, you got to play this game with her. You know, don't drive her nowhere. You got to tell her to meet you at the bar and stuff like this." And he thought he had it. Then it's just like, uh, and he said, "But then I said, let me buy you a drink, whatever." And she was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, "Let me man. get." That Louis, and that's hundred fifty dollars a shot. Let me get a double shot of the yeah, Louis. Yeah, this shit was smooth. <laughs> so still smooth, got him smooth so, as hell. Cold, uh, great way to we end just kind of taking it to yeah, the, it the church girl, turning into a freak. You know what I mean? Um, we've all been there and, and had those those girls that never been off the porch. And as soon as they get off the porch, you know, it, it's crazy. But I mean, I, I like it, man. It's a lot like a, a gold digger type song, but it, you know, it's in that vein. And I, I, I fucks with it, man. Like the flows on there, and they in pocket. It got a little bop. Little rhythm is showing some range. Um, both of them have done that prior to this particular uh, collab, but I love when artists can switch it up and um, flows flawlessly. You know what I mean? As far as just being able to do different things and rap in different pockets. So, um, yeah, f- Fire Track, uh, probably again, this is the second time, uh, or third time for the love bite. And then I'll go with this one as um, just what I return to often. On this project. And then uh, the My next man, one, Life is So Exciting, featuring Pusha no T. Rap about uh, dope as long as you can. <laughs> <laughs> this 2012, and Pusha T was doing Pusha T. You know what he's going to rap about. Uh, and Fab knew exactly what he was going to talk about. So, hey, you know, he kept it on glamorizing the Same life, you the know. Life, the life, the, the life. life is so exciting. You know what I mean? Just the things that it'll buy you or get you. And he's just painting that picture so perfect. Just like uh, you know, out partying and uh, the 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 women, you know, fly a new girl out, fly fly one night over here, you know what I mean. And then when it comes to pusher, he he starts off on that angle, but then you know starts telling you, <laughs> yo man, yo honestly, sometimes like artists could paint a picture so vivid, or maybe it's just my imagination or what I feel. I, all I can see is Scarface, like. I could I could feel like this song could have been on a I mean I know Scarface came out when it came out but I feel like this is the what they was trying to capture when they talking about the life is so exciting getting fast money getting nice cars getting women and just how enticing it is and and just of course they were talking about the highlights of of uh, <laughs> slinging drugs and shit like that but mm-hmm. hey man you know, if they not doing it no more, I mean, why why not rap about it? You know what I mean? I'd rather have them rapping about it than instead of doing it. You know what I mean? But uh, but this this is right up my alley, man. Like the 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 uh, momentous shift on on this uh, project at this point, where um, you know they're just doing dope things, and you know, uh, Pusha T feature right after J Cole is like bang bang right over the head with it. You know what I mean? This 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 is this is a dope record, you know what I mean? And I don't, I don't know if this is the first time that these these guys collab um in in memory. They they probably collab before that. I got to believe they have, but yeah, one one of their doper collabs. Number 9 uh only life I know 
you know, him going in this, like, hey, this is all I know. All I know how to do is, like, get this money, go chase it. You know what I mean? So, uh, straightforward lines, but they all hit on this one. You know what I mean? Like, it was more, like, just smooth, nothing, like, overly complicated, you know, where you got to, like, trying to trying to find uh, the double entendre and stuff like this. It wasn't, wasn't too many, just straight lines. Yeah, man. For me, it's uh, Troy Ave. Uh, at the time, I was fucking with Troy Ave. Heavy. He had a nice little buzz. Um, it might be the biased Brooklyn in me, but I, I kind of like his simplistic approach to music. Uh, way back at the time in 2012, uh, you know, Bricks in My Backpack, that whole series was my shit. Again, as y'all can see, I'm biased to drug music and shit like that. I've never sold it a day in my life, nor would I admit it on camera. But... That's the shit that I'm into. And uh, when the guys are talking about shit like that, um, you don't you don't ever need to be deep in the weeds on um, that type of talk. You just need to get directly to the point. And I like that they both did that. And this is one of my my favorite songs. So we have four right now. If we if who if you count, you know what I mean? So rock with this heavy. Yeah. Now we're going to make a even more of a shift in the album. The rest of the songs are more relationship hip hop, which I think Fab handles like great. Uh, and then he the features that he got throughout here are people who tackle it great with him. Uh, even, you know, in this first song, Dice Pineapples featuring Cassie and Trey songs, you know, Trey songs at the end of the song is more of like he's just talking, but it still sounds smooth. You know what I mean? He ain't much really singing like he usually do. But, you know, that's that's enough, you know. So uh, Yo, I thought it was what did you think of this song it was on par with every other collab they've ever done like these dudes don't miss like this is like an underrated little rapper slash r&b duo that never really miss in terms of what they do so i enjoyed dice pineapples um it kind of felt um i don't know what these guys and i hate that i forget but you know how rick ross makes these type of records you know what I mean? Um, in, in terms of just that that real laid back vibe, bossed up vibe. And he creates that larger than life persona and, and talks about relationships and, and shit like that when he gets into that type of bag. So that's what this song reminded me about listening back to it currently in current time. And I remember back then, uh, same thing. So um, I always was like, man, I love love hearing Fab on these, these type of records, you know what I mean? And, and doing what he did. So this is a another one that's, a keeper for me um, Not one of my favorite songs On the project But definitely You know I rock with it In terms of where it fits In the project Alright And then yes. uh, To close out mm. Man The next two songs Man He went and got Wale For Beauty And then He got uh, Joe Button For Won't You Back And Start off with the Wale The Beauty You know You got two of the best people who make relationship type, real type hip hop, you know, that can float in both lanes. So I think yeah, this this definitely opened up to his uh his uh female audience a little bit. This is songs that they're gonna go to, especially like on the Trey songs as well on the one before that. This one, I mean, it's 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 all relationship bars, so I ain't gonna sit here and just like quote any of them, like kind of repeating them, but uh, they, yeah, they all absolutely. hit absolutely. You know what I mean? All, you know, we all go through them, and I like that Fab, Wale, and Joe Button, the guys that you're talking about in particular, and you know, add Trey songs to it. They all tackle relationship issues uh, from the standpoint of they, they're close in age uh, to us or a little bit younger, uh, depending on which one of the guys you're talking about. But I say all that to say that they approach those those relationship things, kind of how we approach them and, and things that we've been through and things that we all can relate to. And they're vulnerable at the same time. So that's why I think this run 
that uh, we're on at this point in the mixtape is fire because like you're getting different perspectives. You're getting the R&B perspective. You're getting um, Wale, the more poetic one of the, th- the three. And then you're getting Joe Budden in the next up track. So, um, yeah, I definitely rock with this um, Wale track feature. Yeah. And then uh, on the final song, Won't You Back featuring Joe Budden's got the Won't You Back, uh, you know, just going on in the background, uh, you know, just speaking to you the whole time. And then uh, the, the the part that gets me on here that I love and I keep rewinding every time on this one, because even though we talk relationship, the way he kind of intertwined oh, you this one, the Derrick Rose love, <laughs> uh, piece that he kind of went on. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> But how he's kind of like wording it up in there. Yeah, I, I guess I'll run it down. He's like, Cross me, you lost me. Now, if I was God and Derrick Rose, I would be more understanding. But you ain't Derrick Rose. You was my number one, but um, you ain't Derrick Rose. You trying to make a point again. You ain't Derrick Rose. You just saw some bullshit, bitch. You ain't Derrick Rose. I'm a lover and a fighter. Fight for what I love. But you make something up, bitches. I think- number one point guard, Bulls. Bam, how he kind of like intertwined all that. I, you know I just love that, that whole little thing. He wasn't back going shooting somewhere. in the gym. Did that reference uh-huh. Did that reference come out before this? I have to believe it's close. Like if it's 2012, I believe, it, I believe it's around close to that time. I got to fact check it to be like, was that some type of, uh, you know, motivation for that line? Mm-hmm. You never know. It's just conspiracy theory. Uh, cash right here, man. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, that, that's, that's, that's what my was lane. Thinking. Be conspiracy that, press, that line, conspiracy like, I heard somebody say you was, you know, the, you was with me, or you ain't this, and and referencing uh, a ball player. But yeah, man, I was like, man, hmm, wonder if uh, somebody, certain somebody, got a uh, inspiration from from Fab, you know, who does stuff as good as them. When we talking about that that relationship type rap, you know what I mean? He may do it a little differently than Fab, but. They in that same lane when you when you're talking about it. So yeah, yeah. But oh yeah, also shout out to Tiana Taylor on this because she smoked it as well in terms of her part. And um, if y'all don't know Joe Budden, one of my my favorite guys, let's just exclude everything else. Y'all can talk about Hyde Podcast, who he is as a person, whatever. I'm talking about Joe Button, the rapper, the rapper only, rapper only. That man has some bars, man. That boy, he got the right guy to spit the introspective shit and the relationship shit. I think ordinary love. Exactly. Who had a good mixtape run of his own on this same type of, uh, in this same type of vein. You know what I mean? Uh, It was all on his like relationship stuff. Uh, What was the name of the mixtape series? Moon Music, uh, one through four. Um, Those are, you know, the classic series that he's known for in terms of uh, mixtapes. So yeah, yeah, man. So yeah, I mean, if you're gonna catch people like kind of doing a reference of saying like Joe Budden, he had that one hit. Yeah, he had one hit song, but he had other stuff that 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 kept everybody's attention. The mood music uh, series, like, was one of those main things uh, that kind of you know kept him afloat, and you know where we was able to recognize him. And then, of course, later on, joining the Slaughterhouse, like everybody respected his pen, obviously. So uh, so if you're wondering, like, how did Joe Budden, if you're late to the start and you just reading the comments on their shows and stuff, like, he had one hit, whatever. Like, no, he had more than that. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to be part of it. You got to be going through life at the time to under, kind of understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much, I mean, it, you can liken it to a lot of rappers that do it right now, Prez, in terms of just they may not come out with a certain record or have the most fanfare, but they have a long lasting career and go through a lot of ups and downs, you know, and that's exactly what, 
what Joe did, man. So, but this ain't a Joe Budden thing. This is a fabulous thing. This is a the Soul Tape Two thing, man. Um, dope short mixtape that uh really really has fabulous kind of um. That's why people feel a certain type of way about fabulous. Like the albums may not be everything you know that we all want in terms of all the type of fans that he reaches out to, but this fabulous right here, man. Not to be fucked with, man. Not to be fucked with, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, this came about, you know, just us going through, like, our music catalog, and we we talk constantly about this stuff. And, like, uh, so, sometimes you got to be like, hey, what you been listening to? Well, Cash, I've been kind of been going back to this. He was like, oh, I need to go back to that as well, you know what I mean? Let me, let me throw that back on. And then once you get it, you're like, man, this is, this is it, man. Maybe we need to, you know, open up the conversation for everybody else. And that's what we're kind of allowing on this right here, open up the conversation. What was your thoughts on the album, uh, you know, Soul Tape? Uh, which Was this your favorite one of the series? This is ours, obviously, as we get. We talking about it, but what was your favorite uh, volume of the Soul Tape? And then what about uh, was you a fan of the Summertime Shootouts? And it's it's I feel like it's really a tragedy, uh, a travesty right now that uh, this ain't on the DSPs because I think this kind of like this is the fab I like to recommend to people and everything. So, yeah. but hey, it's still out there on the mixtape uh, sites and stuff like that. Shout out to that piff, you know, that's still running and you can still go, go get the album. So uh, I, I don't went back to several mixtape that I was looking on there that they still have that on there. So uh, not sponsored or nothing like that, but I mean, like that's, that's kind of where I still go find my music. People kind of forget that it, that it's still out there. So yeah, this, this is my, this is my favorite one by far, man, as ter- in terms of uh, the soul tape series. Um, I also like the uh, summertime shootouts, not every last one of them um, as much, but I, I still listen to them. So uh, then he had the the joint that he Young dropped. OG project Young OG that project that I liked a lot. So he's had he's had his his stays and stuff like that. And I just like his music, man. So like, I don't think he's he had the Freddie versus Jason with Kiss. That shit was fire. And then he had the um, that run that he went on randomly a couple years ago to where he just started dropping freestyles every Friday. And then all of a sudden yeah. he kind of probably did a few Fridays in a row, took off a few Fridays and came back with a whole mixtape or nothing but freestyles. And he restored that feeling for that time. I think Kiss was doing it too. You know, somebody else, I think it was Kiss too. And I'm not... Yeah, him and Kiss had that album together too, Freddie right, versus right. Jason. So. But it was at a point, they was doing them, them freestyles on the on, and then Fab put it together. It has like a... Um, but anyway, Clue Clue hosted it and everything like that. And this was like fairly recently, like within the last six years or so when Fab did this. So um, that was a dope moment, too. So Fab has a lot of his mixtape runs and um, highlights from mixtapes, man. And if you rock with him, you you already know that. So this was just like kind of the, you know, cream. This is one of his best mixtapes, I would probably say. Um, if you summertime shootouts just depending on who you are, I think one of those would be number two in terms of just full bodies of work with all new material entering this this new phase that we entered, as we said earlier in the podcast, in terms of just artists really doing a thing with original material. So this would be one for me. I'm kind of on so um, summertime shootouts. Two would probably be, it's like all of them is the second one for me for some reason. It just seemed like, he got it right the second time, every single time. The first time was enough to draw me in and be like, okay, I like what he's doing with this. And then, you know, same thing with Meek Mill, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like it, with his mixtape run as well. So yeah, something about the second time they get it right. 
Yeah. Uh, man, uh, <laughs> so funny fab story. We'll end with this right here, man. Well, well, hold up. Wait, one more thing. So uh, this was 2012. Was, you was in Germany at this time, too, right? I we both in was. Germany? I was. I was in Germany. Yeah, I was stationed yeah, didn't out there. He, like he, he was coming to the club playing off this album, too, right? Yep, yep. I think he came to the club a couple times out there. So yeah, I think we uh, we seen him. I think it was Orange Club or whatever that was. At oh, yeah, there. we did see Fab. We did see Fab out there. Yeah. Yep, yep. And a few of our friends was acting yeah. like male groupies. I ain't going to say no names. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was a good time, man. Uh, yeah, it was a smaller venue, so you get to, you know, cost a little bit more to get up there, but it was a smaller venue. So those those are all good times. Like, you know, getting to see the artist, you know, perform at that, that level. Uh, he was out of there quick, Because he was at a club. He was out there. Yeah, he, he did like three songs and was gone, Three bro. songs and out, bro. <laughs> he yeah. got the bag and dip. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. He got his, got, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, but uh, I end with this uh, funny story, man. So, like, as uh, when Fab was first coming out, man, like in 2001, man, this is like when I was doing uh, uh, basic training. And, you know, that's when they was doing that Harlem Shake and stuff like this on, on those songs. And I can't remember, like, the... One one of the guys, you know, was uh, up there singing the song, and like this is when basic training. You ain't supposed to be on the music, but the the the, the Ti would set set you up. You know what I mean? Play the music and stuff like this, and he caught him singing, and then he made him drop immediately <laughs> and start doing pushups, right? And then he was like, one, two. Uh, he was like, no, 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 no. I want you when you go down, da 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 da, and come up. Oh damn. hell no, nah, man! <laughs> hell no. <nah. laughs> Oh hell! So <laughs> I remember my. So anytime own, I hear that, da, 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 damn, like that always reminds me of that man. Like yeah. fun, <laughs> it was fun, funny, watching funny fab story. I got a funny fab story too. Um, so I went to basic training, um, like maybe two weeks before nine eleven, and I ain't know no better on what music or whatever I couldn't couldn't bring. We still had CDs at the time, you know what I mean. So I get the the J album and Fab first album mailed to me um, by my girlfriend at the time. Shout out. So you know who you are. Um, and, you know, man, I looked at them covers, man. That's back in the day where you would just, you wanted to read the liner notes and everything that was in there. And, you know, I just thought that in basic training, I could take out my um, CD player and listen to music whenever <laughs> we wasn't doing anything. I don't know what made me think <laughs> I could do that and just sit back and listen to Blueprint and uh, Fab's first album, man. So, yeah, man, I was like, but I was hot the whole entire time. Like, I'm, I'm calling home and people talking about, yo, you heard the, the Blueprint? Yo, that's a classic. Like, I couldn't hear it for fucking six weeks. So I was hot, bro. I was hot. So, uh, but yeah, and Fab album too. So I was a big fan of those guys. And, and last but not least, what I wanted to mention is there is no competition. That's the other mixtape series of, of Fabs that I really enjoy. You know what I'm saying? So um, they got a part one, two, and three to that, I believe. And then Friday Night Freestyles, I pulled it up. Friday Night Freestyles is the other um, freestyle tape I was talking about. If y'all want to go t- check those out. Yeah, man. My my, my roommate still give me like uh, uh, my roommate at the time when I was in because uh, I, I was out of basic training at that point when nine uh, Blueprint dropped <laughs> and uh, was the tech school and nine eleven happened. But I was asking friend, hey, you think the BX still low? No. <laughs> oh man, how do you, I got nothing, man. I got nothing. I don't want to add on to. to I don't want to add on to your blasphemy, man. <laughs> I 
I cannot. I cannot. I cannot, man. But yeah, yeah man. Yeah. That, that's, that's Man, it was great to revisit this album, though. Uh, like I said, y'all go check it out. Uh, let us know what you think in the comments. Uh, let us know what was your favorite song on here. Uh, or do you think it's a... Or do you have another fab project that, that you, you know, kind of herald a lot more but this is like the one that when i'm introducing somebody somebody ain't heard fab or want to downplay what he does this this uh this is the mixtape album whatever i'm, I'm gonna toss at him say hey go listen to this and before you say all that you know yeah and again make sure if this is the type of content that y'all like from us y'all like us kicking back sitting back talking about uh old mixtapes that were fired back in the day please like share subscribe Share it with people that that rock with these type of mixtapes and stuff like that, and we gonna we gonna hit a lot of different areas all across, you know, the U.S. and far as far as uh, mixtapes go. So we got a little Wayne mixtape. We ain't gonna tell you which one is gonna be. It may not be the one that you're thinking. You know what I mean? Because me and Perez do this shit, but we are opening it up to we we want to hear some suggestions, man. There may be some stuff that we haven't even listened to. In a while that we like, oh yeah, yeah, that was a classic. So if it's a mixtape, drop it on us, man. We we gonna keep this series going. We're gonna do our best to do it. We're gonna we gonna give you out more more content, more dope content, more unique content. Cause I don't know if everybody's really doing and going back and listening to these joints. So we enjoy doing it, man. So with that said, man, I'm Cash, aka Exec P. This is the bonus episode. Um, hope y'all had a great Labor Day. Get back to it. Again, share, 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 subscribe, comment, do all that good stuff to keep the algorithms rhythming. All right, we out.